Who doesn't love saving money, especially on your wireless bill? Existing Xfinity customers can learn how to get a free line of unlimited intro for one year when they buy one line of unlimited. So phone a friend and visit XfinityMobile.com to learn more. Offer ends March 21st. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduce speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. Some of us love our coffee, like live for it type of love. Some like it hot, some like it cold with a splash of creamer, and some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop at the coffee shop on our way to work, probably more than we'd like to admit, but now thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. Y'all, it is game changing. You just shake the canister and spray it on top of your coffee and voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing fancy machines or mess required. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. And the best part is it works with both hot or iced coffee. It comes in delicious flavors, French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato. So you can switch things up depending on your mood. I do love a nice little coffee treat every now and then. So I am so excited to try this International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's always nice to have that like nice fresh foam on top and a little bit of cream that this thing has both. I am so excited. I am most excited to try the sweet and creamy flavor, but I'm sure I'll give them all a taste test. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. Hi, I'm Hannah Brown and welcome to Better Tomorrow. My absolute favorite thing to do is have a heart-to-heart talk with my new friends and my best friends, where we sit down and talk about all the things like relationships and love, faith, and self-care. And of course, the little things as well, like the struggle to figure out what to eat tonight. All in all, I really want to ask, how am I better today than yesterday? And bring artists, entrepreneurs, and friends along on the journey. So join me on the journey, will you? Genuinely feel like I have so much to like catch up on in your life. So I'm so excited that you're here. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Better Tomorrow. Um, We have the global fitness personality, Katie Austin with us, but also someone that, um, I would call friend. I'm so excited that we got you on the pod. We can talk about all the things going on in your life. Um, we lived pretty close to each other when I was in LA. How's, how's LA? How's the house? How are you loving it? I was going to say, first off, hi, thank you for having me on. And second off, I miss our walks. I know, uh, we, lived, too. we lived like what? I, well, first we lived like next door to each yes. other. And we would go I'll never walk. forget you were like, we were walking by and I think you like called out my name and I was like, Katie, because I think I had just messaged you or something a few days late before one of us had. And then it was like, oh, what are you doing here? She's like, I live here. I'm like, I was like, like, I live here. And we literally lived in the buildings next door to each other. So that was, that was really sweet. And that's how we met. And so yep. I missed walks, but LA is great. Um, not a huge lot to update on just wedding planning and trying to grow the business and yeah, just having honestly 2024 feels a little bit slower and it feels so good. I feel like you, you juggle so much. Have you like made any resolutions for how you're going to go into this year with is the wedding coming up like it's in may so it's in three months i know i'm like wait when did you get engaged uh march of last year okay so it was 
It was before me. Yeah. yeah. Also, we could talk a lot about wedding planning because are you, are you wedding planning? I've been so bad. I mean, I have a wedding planner, but she's yeah. like, okay, let's start. And I'm like, I'm not quite ready yet. Oh my gosh. It's so much, Hannah. It's, it, so it's much. like beyond. And it's really not for me because I, I just love my job. I love what I do. I love to have fun and like flying places. And it's just very, very hard to also keep up with wedding planning. And so we're kind of in crunch mode now. And a lot of our vendors are like, no, we can't do that. It takes a long time. Like like this morning, for example, uh, we want custom invitations. Our wedding is three months away. And they're like, okay, so custom invitations take at least four weeks. And I'm like, oh my gosh, oh. we need to tell our guests they're invited. But it's really fun. At the end of the day, I'm just trying to tell myself I'm marrying the love of my life and all of our loved ones, whoever, you know, knows about the wedding, they're, you know, coming and we're really excited to celebrate with them. And that's what it's all about at the end of the day. Oh my gosh. Wait, so are you doing this all yourself? Do you not have a wedding planner? We have a wedding planner, but of course me, I'm just trying, we're, it's just, everything's so expensive. I'm trying to get things for free. <laughs> I'm doing a lot myself. Wait, and have you gotten things for free? How was that? Not been? yet. No, just the invitations. Uh, okay. That's what I'm trying to do. But um, anything else basically that I want, say like a photo booth or uh, the custom invitations, that's like on me to do, um, like to me and my fiance to pay for. So we're just trying to like, you know, maneuver a little bit. <laughs> So where have y'all landed in like the wedding? Like how big do you want it? Is it going to be smaller? Is it too. destination? It is in Palm Springs and it's going to be 285 people. Okay. And okay. But I have to say, I would want a wedding that's like a hundred people, but my parents and my family, my family is 75 people alone. And wow. yeah. so my mom and dad are both one of five. We have so many cousins, second cousins. And then my parents are inviting like 25 of their friend couples and like it's just becoming like my mom and dad's wedding and so you know you just have to go what they say sometimes yeah have you been able to make any boundaries with that I'm worried about that yeah I actually have and and you know my mom she she obviously wants some things her way and that's fine but um they're definitely understanding of our boundaries absolutely what you know what we want out of it and if we say no to someone being invited like They'll listen. <laughs> yeah. What it, how has Lane been with everything? Like, has uh, he been a part of it or not really? Way more of a part of it than I am. He Wait, is what? Of it. I know. He's such a good planner. He's been like the best person to go through with all this. Um, I mean, it is stressful at times for sure. Uh, but at the same time, he is like on top of it. He's like writes me a to-do list and he's like, here's what we need to follow up on. And he cc on all the emails and he'll follow up. I mean, he is on top of it. That is so nice to have in a partner. I feel like Adam's that way too. We both have been like not the best about starting this planning because I think we both know it's going to like take over our lives for a little bit. Yes. And we've been in such a transition. Like he's changed jobs. We moved here. I've had a lot of family stuff go on. And so it's just been like a weird time. Um, so we've just taken the time to like really focus on like preparing for a marriage. Like we've been doing like really intentional like couples therapy. And I, I talk about it a lot because people think, oh gosh, that means you must be doing bad. It's like, no, we just like, I think I have a lot of um, fears just around relationships and he's been so great with me, but really like getting down to the root of that. Yeah. Um, that's kind of where we've put our focus, but we're getting more excited and like going to start planning soon, but 
just trying to take it day by day, but I'm just impressed day that you are day. like. And I do agree, by the way. I do think like Lane and I should, by the way, for the listeners, that's my fiance's name. Um, Lane and I should go to some sort of therapy, even if it's just one session. I feel like it would be a great opportunity. Um, it, it, again, like you said, it's not because you have troubles in the relationship, but it's like what we both expect out of our entire lives being yeah. married. I think like that premarital counseling is a really good thing to have, especially because I think the wedding, like getting leading up can like, just like we're saying, like it, it's a lot to just like put that aside for a little bit and be like, okay, what are we actually about to do? We're, which we also are the same. Like we've been living with our partner for a little while, but it still is like, it's a huge commitment huge commitment. And I think that's so like, like you just said, it's such a great reminder to be like why we're getting married and all the other stuff, the fluff around it and the florals, the decor, what napkin color, like that's secondary, obviously to your love. And I think that's a great reminder. I bet your party, sorry, this is my, my brain just went, I'm like, you're, I'm like, oh my gosh, Katie's gonna have like the best party ever. Are you like, <laughs> but meanwhile, that's secondary, but I want to throw a really so like, I want to go to your party. I think it's gonna be awesome. You're doing DJ. What are you doing? Well, like, that's my brain right now. Like, I'll be like, yes, and then go to something completely opposite. But what's, what's, what's the, the, the vibe? Are we going like classy or are you like getting down? Um, okay, so both. I really, you know, we're, we're getting married at my parents' house, which is already okay, yes. So Wait, crazy. isn't this the house that is used has been used for the bachelor stuff? It is. Okay. Yes. I think I, I was like laughing about this with you. Like, I think it was like two years ago. Uh, it was being built. My parents' house was being built, and they used the backyard for the finale of the bachelorette, like the engagement and the wedding. Wasn't there. it like Tasha's season or something? Yes, that's yeah. what it was. And it was like going viral on Twitter because it looked like a graveyard and how ugly it was. And we're like, we, it's being built though. Like it's literally under construction. Uh, like, please don't think that's what it looks like, but uh, it's ready now. Thank goodness. And so that's where I'm getting married and we're going to do, we're being extremely extra. Um, as I was just talking about, <laughs> it's just about love. Uh, we're Thursday night rehearsal dinner, Friday night welcome party, Saturday night wedding, and Sunday brunch. Oh my gosh, I sound so oh. extra. But here's the thing. We are telling our guests whatever is feasible for you. Like if even if you're a bridesmaid, you can't make the rehearsal dinner, you can't make Sunday brunch, I am not putting that on you. Um, even some of my bridesmaids cannot come to my bachelorette, and that is totally okay with me. I put that out there when I ask my bridesmaids, because I want them to know I've been a bridesmaid, like. Well, you're like 17 times or so. I, why do I remember that? But I remember. And the pressure is insane, right? And if you can't make something. Yeah. I just feel like the bride expressing, I want, would love you to be there. But at the same time, if it's not affordable for you or your work is too heavy, I totally understand. And I think taking that pressure off as the bride is really important to do for your bridesmaids. What are you doing for your bachelor? Or have you had it yet? No, I'm going to Cabo. That's so <laughs> fun. I'm so excited. And that's another thing. Again, I want to say I'm so, 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 so grateful that I have this opportunity. But uh, basically, I'm having my bridesmaids kind of pay for their flights and stuff. And I'm trying to take care of the stuff that I want to do. Because I think if you want to do something that's like go on a boat day or something, you have to make sure it's okay with everybody and feasible. Um, so I'm really contributing a lot to it again, because I've gone to a lot of bachelorettes that I owe $3,000 for. And I'm just like, That's not okay. what world is, do we live in where we're celebrating 
you and going to your wedding and going to your bridal shower. Again, as a bride, I'm saying this. Um, so I just wanted to make sure it's doable for everybody and they're not stressing when they're, when they're there. Cause it's something I want, right? Yeah. No, I think, cause I've thought about that a lot too. Cause I want to have like a time with my friends, but then I also like know how expensive it is. And some of my friends are in different situations that I'm in and like, how do you find that balance? And I do think like, it's really cool that you're like taking that up on yourself some, um, because of course, like you want to celebrate your friend that's getting married, but like, I'm, I'm sorry, like $3,000 is insane. Like there's so many costs that come with being in a wedding. Um, so I just think, you know, at, when I got engaged, I just think the first thing that I wanted to do is like be an easy bride and, and just, you know, make sure everyone's okay with their in quotes duties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I know. I've like gone back and forth. Like I feel so bad. Like I'm like, am I even going to do, like, I want to do bridesmaids, but like, do I want to make it like where it's like you are my bridesmaids? Cause I'm scared about the duties. I don't want anybody to feel pressure because a lot of my friends, you're from Virginia, right? Yeah. And so it's a long way. It's yeah. And it's like, I don't know if that's still, is that considered Southern? Like a lot of my friends got married really a long time ago, like right after school and they all like have kids now and <laughs> it's a way bigger commitment um, to be a bridesmaid. I think when it's like, you're taking care of like kids. three kids at home and like have, I don't know. It's just like, we're in different life. I do get that, but I do think at the same time, if you gave your all for theirs, then they should also, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I mean, it was so long ago that. though. We were like, controversy. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know. But, I don't know. I don't know. You're right. right. But we're like totally not there yet. But I'm so excited for you. I remember us going on our walks, like talking about like when we think it, we thought it would happen. I know. Did, were you shocked when you got engaged? Like, did you, are, were you like pretty sure it was, it was happening? Yeah. First off, I do remember we were both talking about like, do you think they're the one that we had? Yeah. Here we are. And they are. Um, so I was super shocked. Uh, I was super shocked uh, when he surprised me during the engagement weekend. When he surprised me with my family and my friends, he flew them in from, you know, across the country, his family, his sister and everything. Um, I did know the day before that he was proposing now a little bit. Um, did he tell you? Cause I mean, that's, I found out too. It's a whole you thing. Did? He surprised me. Yeah. But he surprised me anyway. I had a freaking meltdown. It was fine. That it, it was, it was. <laughs> oh, God, I did not know that. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I had a freak out because I didn't want to find out. And then I did. And it was, but then <sighs> he surprised me after it was a whole thing, but. So, I, I've now found out there's a lot of people who do know when they're going to get engaged. Well, I didn't know for sure. And I didn't tell any of my friends like, oh my, or I didn't ask my friends like, I didn't hey, do that. Yeah. what are they going to say? But like, I just felt this inkling that he was acting off. Like never in a million years, he would go shopping by himself. And that Thursday night before he said he had to go shopping to get new, a new outfit. And I was like, Oh my that's gosh, what that's what Adam did too. No way. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. He was like, I just want a new shirt. And I was like, okay. okay. Random. Yeah. And then he, I was packing 
And he never, he's like not the type of guy. I know Adam's very fashionable, but like Lane is not the type to be like, you know, you shouldn't wear that like ever. And he literally was like, no, maybe you should pack a different dress. Like I'm wearing a white shirt. So maybe like a black or white dress. And I was like, what? And then that's what I knew. I was like, all right. And then I was wearing a blue dress while like right before, like an hour before we were getting engaged. He goes, I just like the black one better. And I was like, you've never commented on my outfit in a million years. So something's about to happen. And then all my friends were just like kind of being weird. They were like fake planning a lunch for Saturday. But I know my friends like they need, they didn't send me the reservation. We do it through an app. It was just off. And I was like, something's weird here. So I was right. I feel like intuition. Like I didn't ask anybody. I just knew there wasn't like a like he's – of course he's allowed to go shopping and tell me what outfit like yeah. he likes better, but I just knew. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in the day? I feel like I would probably take a nap, maybe read a book. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find out what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're looking to start therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com tomorrow today to get 10% off your first order. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash tomorrow. There's truly nothing I love more than wearing a cashmere sweater, but what I do not love is cashmere high prices, but I have recently found quince, and so I've been able to upgrade to those high quality pieces that I love, but at affordable prices, so I've been able to stay on budget. I've been able to get things like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. The best part of it all is all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with the top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I, for Christmas, I got myself um, one of their cashmere scarves. And y'all, it is so yummy. Um, When we were traveling over the holidays, I wore it all the time, especially now that it's been colder here. Like it is a closet staple, not to mention I am so obsessed with their Mongolian cashmere sweaters. They are a lot like one of my other favorite brands, but for like significantly less when it comes to the price tag. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash Hannah B for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quinc.com slash Hannah B to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Hannah B. 
Y'all, it's time to get obsession-worthy hair you're no longer obsessing over. Start your hair growth journey with the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement brand. In a clinical study, 86% of women taking Nutrafol's women's hair growth supplement for six months reported improved hair growth, visibly thicker lashes and brows, and reduced feelings of stress and supported sleep quality. Nutrafol has multiple formulas that are tailored to give your hair what it needs throughout different stages, such as postpartum or menopause, or for a diverse lifestyle, such as plant-based diets. These supplements are an easy addition to your daily routine for results in three to six months. You can purchase online, so no prescriptions required, and there's free shipping and automated deliveries ensure that you'll never miss a day. I've been taking Nutrafol for a while, and wow, I am just so proud of the journey that I've been on with my hair, and Nutrafol has definitely been a big part of that. I just love Nutrafol because it works. It's worked so well for me. Take the first steps towards healthy hair with Nutrafol. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code HANNAB. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code Hannah B. That's Nutrafol.com promo code Hannah B. Obviously, like this is like a huge time in your life. Like you got so much going on personally, but like in your business, I feel like you are thriving right now. Like it's insane. What are you, what would you say is like the thing that you're focusing on most right now? Cause you have like, you're a multifaceted entrepreneur, but like what has been the main focus right now? Yeah. I do feel like when it rains, it pours. I feel like so like, yeah, it's like, okay, can it happen? Everything's just happening at once. Um, my main focus right now is to really grow my app and my program. It's been around since, you know, 2015 when I started it. And then 2018 has been around for my app. And actually I'm really excited because today is, um, uh, what I just hired a new team member and I'm, so I'm growing my, you know, team internally and she starts today and it's been a really hard, I wouldn't say hard, um, hurdle to jump over, but just like expanding my business and taking that risk. Uh, so now I have two full-time employees instead of just one. And that's hard to handle along with like, you know, different freelance and having myself like this, this year is a really big growth year for my business because I don't feel like a CEO or like a huge leader, you know what I mean? And like micromanaging people and like, you know, making sure every, every one of my team is doing their duties. I just feel like that's a huge step that um, I'm taking and I'm really, really excited. So that's what I would say I would be focusing on most. Of course, I'm always focusing on Sports Illustrated Swimsuit. I'm really excited for this year. Um, and then also uh, the new issue of Women's Health Magazine just dropped. The January- oh my gosh. And so I'm, we're a celebration event this week. I'm so proud of you. Like when I saw that you and your mom are on this month's Women's Health cover. Well, I mean, so you're, for people who don't know, like Katie's like fully immersed in the fitness industry. Um, her app is a fitness app, which I would love for you to tell more about. Um, but her mom also, Denise Austin, like fitness icon. Y'all are on the cover together of Women's Health. What was that experience like? Because that's like a huge accomplishment. No, literally I could cry thinking about it right now. Like when you just were saying that, I'm like, it's just so special. I think, you know, I grew up in the fitness industry, so I know I'm very self-aware that you know, my mom carved a, a path for me to be in this career. But at the same time, like 
I was an athlete in college. I played lacrosse, Division One athlete um, at USC. And I just feel like I've also just worked really hard the last 10 years to, to grow the brand. And so to do this full circle with my mom was just so special. And it's something that it means so much to us because I'll show my children, my grandchildren. It's so cool to do things by myself, like Sports Illustrated and, and you know, um, everything that I have in my avenue by myself. But to do it with my mom and be on a cover with my mom, like something like Women's Health Magazine is just so special. And doing it together was really, really great because we filmed an entire workout program for Women's Health, actually. So we did a lot of workout videos together. And... It's so funny, our differences of how we train. Like my mom is like literally like leg lifts and like retro. We did a whole retro workout, uh, cardio workout. And I'm just like more like strength, um, a little bit of Pilates based, more hit based. Um, and so it was really cool to bring our two methods together and really just, you know, do a program that is fit for everybody. And you could do it with your, your you know, your mom, your sister. And so it's it just really cool and full circle to do it together. So you have the the magazine cover and like there's a whole spread, but there's also people could go on like womenshealth.com to find the actual to like, do it. Workout yes. There's six total workout videos. Um, so if you obviously if you like those workout videos too, then you can go on my mom and I's program too. So that's kind of like a it's like a nice jump start to like our programs. But it it was honestly again like I said so special to do it together because I feel very sometimes you know with my program it's very individual and it's very mm -hmm. me. I'm your trainer, but to do it with my mom was really was really really cool because my first workout video with her like I was in it choreographed when I was seven. And I haven't done some another workout video with her really. Wait, in a you're while. kidding? I, yeah. That so like crew and everything, like we haven't done that since basically I was like seven. I mean, we have some YouTube videos together, but nothing that professional. That's really cool. Would you say she's what inspired you to get into the fitness industry? And how did she help you when you were like, I want to do this? And how when how old were you when you started this? I mean, I technically have been doing it my whole life. Like, yeah being in the industry, like I said, my first workout video was in Times Square. It's called Fit Kids. I was like seven years old. Um, and so I've really been doing it my whole life. So it kind of became like a subconscious thing in my back of my mind. Like seeing my mom, my mom said when I was little, like even one years old, I would like, like watch her on TV and like gravitate towards her and like want to be on the camera as well. And um, when I was three, like trying to do the workout moves behind her and stuff. So it's always been subconsciously in me. But um, if there's any you know, division one athletes out there. I played tennis and lacrosse my entire life since I was seven. And so I didn't really think about a fitness career, you know, mm -hmm. and you don't really think about a career when you're so involved in sports, especially in college. I mean, it, lacrosse took up six hours of my day every day. So it was a really hard thing to think about. Um, and then I finally actually moved on from lacrosse and in college, uh, because I knew what I wanted to do. I was like, I'm, in Los Angeles. I'm from Virginia. So I'm in LA. This is my dream. And, and you went to uh, USC. USC. Yeah. Yeah. And this is my dream. And I couldn't really do what I wanted to do. It was like almost like, like itching to like break out and be like, I know what I want to do. I want to do sports broadcasting. So last the two years of college, I spent uh, being a sports host, uh, the local station. And then I worked for Fox Sports West right out of college. It was a prep zone show. It was like a, it was not glamorous at all. It was really like, uh, I missed a lot of Fridays and Saturdays with my best friends. I did that for a little while. And so I was really pursuing sports hosting. Um, 
I worked for, you know, the uh, NFL sometimes, NBA Summer League for four years. And I did my fitness business really on the side because, you know, I just, again, my passion was sports hosting. That's what I really wanted to do. I went to school for it, for broadcast. I was like, I have to do it. I have to do it. But I had my Instagram and my my program on the side. And I really kind of only gave it like a 75%. You know, you know when you like mm-hmm. can't give something your all because you're involved in other things. Yeah. And it really wasn't until 2020 hit that all my sports hosting jobs were canceled. And I was like, all right, this is redirection of putting 100% into my fitness program and going, you know, that route. And so it's just been, it's just been, you know, moving and grooving ever since. And uh, a lot of people ask me the question of like, do you think it's because my mom? And it's a hard it's a hard thing to answer because I love sports broadcast, which I was, you know, in front of a camera and, you know, reading a teleprompter. And then I also was an athlete. So I loved fitness. And so for me, I combined my two things of broadcast and, and be athletics and I'm a fitness personality, but also there's a subconscious in me where I watched my mom her whole life. And it also happened to be what she did. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of goes hand in hand, I will say, and, and it's hard to know if I would still be doing what I'm doing today with or without her, but uh, just so grateful that she's been a mentor and a coach and just a best friend throughout, throughout it all. That's, that's really special that you have somebody that you've like seen be able to take like a passion, obviously something you've done your whole life and like fitness yeah. is so important, but make a business out of it. There's a lot of people who like can be instructor instructors and like have a passion for fitness, but really be able to elevate it the way that you have? What has been like the best advice that either your mom or your dad has given you as far as being able to like really make this thing take off the way I feel like it has? I think my mom and dad, well, first off my dad, um, he also grew his own business and he believes just like integrity, like, you know, always doing the right thing, no matter if it's hard, um, doing the right thing will always get you further. And my mom, hers is really more about longevity of a career. And so never taking like the quick deals here and there and, and, and kind of, um, you know, how to be so successful in your career for a long time. I mean, she's been in the fitness industry for 41 years. So for her, it's practicing what you preach and she really, really does. And I think that's, that's really, I think that's also why I love what I do so much because I do practice what I preach. Mm -hmm. Uh, I also will go online and say when I'm eating something in quotes unhealthy, you know, I had a breakfast mm-hmm. burrito posting about it. And so it's like, I really do practice what I preach and I want to make sure that girls realize, um, you know, eating healthy and working out doesn't have to be too complicated. It can be simple. Um, and so I think that's what my mom has really instilled in me, whether she really has said it outright, but she really, really practices what she preaches. And she believes too in, in helping women. I mean, I, I remember uh, at a very young age, women coming up to my mom being like, you saved my life. You, you know, me, you had me lose 60 pounds, which made me leave my, you know, abusive husband, like some, Mm. some things that are so deep that are like, oh my gosh, like you really are helping people, mom. Like I want to do that too. And I think that's a really gratifying part about the fitness industry. There's also so many negative aspects about the fitness industry, diet fads, all that stuff. But deeply, if you want to help other people, I think you could be successful. No, I would say like, just, I really admire how I feel like you have a good balance on your life. I mean, I don't know the ins and outs, but as far as like the way that you promote health and fitness. Um, I think you have a really good, uh, just 
way of being able to share, like you can still have fun. You can still have your favorite foods, but I think consistency is something that I really admire about you. Like you, you'll go and like have fun, go on vacations, but you're still like showing the importance of being able to show up for yourself, um, with your workouts. I kind of want you to talk a little bit more about just your workout and your kind of method for coming up with programs and what inspires you and how your workouts are are different and what people would enjoy about that. Well, I think that goes back to enjoying what you do. And Mm -hmm. like I said, I I grew up an athlete. And so I grew up with like really hardcore workouts and, you know, maxing out lifting and sprint tests and four hours every single day, basically of training. And so really I had to unlearn a lot of those bad habits. Um, So honestly, creating those habits when they're, when they're enjoyable is really, really key. And that's how I stay consistent is because I actually love it and it makes me feel better. makes me feel energized. So my entire brand, my motto around my programs, my workouts is I want you guys to feel more confident, to feel more energized and feel proud of yourself and not feel too intimidated by it. And so you're not going to do it. Um, so what I really believe in is like 20 to 25 minute workouts, something, um, you know, that I love to do is about two days of Pilates based workouts, like mat Pilates or yoga or a slow sculpt, two days of strength and hit. Um, and then one day of a cardio workout. Um, what I love to do is walk, <laughs> you know, that too. Yeah. I love <laughs> Uh, so I really, really believe in walking. Um, I'm actually coming out with a walking treadmill with walking programs surrounded by it. So you can work yes. out with me and do it uh, either as a podcast version or follow along with me for walking workouts. Um, so what I really believe in is, you know, making sure you're efficient with your time and especially with at-home workouts. If you have kids or, uh, you know, you work from home, how can we be motivated to work out at home? That's why it's so easy to just press play, follow along these workouts. Um, you could just do it five feet of space. So again, I think practicality around a fitness routine is how you're going to stay consistent. And that's really what I'm all about. So that's what you do. These workouts that you program are, do you program them with like yourself in mind a lot of like what you enjoy? Is yeah. What, yeah. Yes. Yes. And at the same time though, yes and no. I know like a lot of, I love dance cardio, but like I'm adding a whole dance cardio program because my audience is like, we want dance cardio. So I'm also, I also listen. I love dance cardio. I'm so excited about that. Well, she still lived here because yeah, I know. <laughs> I've been hosting these like classes with friends that come over and we do dance cardio for like 20 minutes. And it's so much fun. <laughs> so fun. Dance party. Um, so yes, I have a huge variety of different workouts. Um, and so like anything you could choose from between yoga, Pilates, hit strength, dance cardio, uh, all the way from beginner to advanced as well. Awesome. I'm excited about that. I have, you've, we kind of talked about it. You've been in the fitness industry, like basically your whole life, but like what shifts do you feel like you've had in how you view and approach health and wellness that maybe is different from the past? Like, have there been any big shifts? Not necessarily, not huge shifts. I will say, you know, what I really have shifted is that lower impact and lighter 20, 30 minute workouts can make a huge difference on your body. And I think that's a huge shift, but to be fully honest with you, um, I've always had a pretty amazing mindset around food and and working out in a way that I feel very grateful to, you know, have had a great relationship with my body and food and seeing food as fuel, I think is the most important and, uh, you know, what the nutrients can, how it can fuel me and my body and 
and in that way. And then also really enjoying working out. I definitely did not enjoy working out till I was 22 years old. And after college, I would run a lot. I would lift a lot. Um, and I think throughout my twenties, it just gotten like, instead of an hour workout, 45 minutes, and it became less and less. And at the same time, it was like, I, I just became so much like, just so much mentally clear, like mental clarity, I think at the end of the day, um, when you do workouts every single day, they're strenuous on your body. It also can affect your mind. And so I think shifting it between I'm not training every day for my physical health as much, but for my mental health, I think that shift is the most key. I definitely agree. I wonder, like you said, you like you have had always pretty good relationship with food and your body, but has there ever been a time that you struggled oh. with your weight or I mean, overall, even... come on now, okay. I'm still a girl. I'm not like, I love myself every single day. Yeah. Uh, no. But what but do like, you do? Overall, like when you've had those times, like how do you get out of it? And so hard. I think, um, you know, doing things that kind of get your mind off of this sounds weird, but like what you look like, mm -hmm. right. Get offline, get off social media, stop looking at like you know, I mean, a lot of people say like, look in the mirror and tell yourself that you're amazing. But sometimes it's just one of those days you don't even want to look yourself in the mirror. You're just like, I'm just gonna go outside, go for a walk. I think going for a walk is the best thing that you could do. Um, and also realize it's temporary. You're gonna wake up the next day. I feel like this happens to me. I feel like shit once a month because of my period, like the two yeah. days before I literally feel disgusting in my own skin. It happens to me once a month and I'm like, okay, it's temporary. Uh, my hormones are just you know, <laughs> I'm about to get my period. It's okay. You're going to feel great in like four days. Just be kind to yourself. A lot of those days I don't work out because I'm just mm -hmm. like, it's not for me today. I'll get back on track. Um, so yes, of course I have those days. Of course I have those moments, especially being an influencer can be really hard because you're constantly comparing yourself. Yes. Um, and so just logging offline and realizing that like, social media is not real, number one, and you are amazing and beautiful as you are. And just yeah. also realizing your strengths, like saying some things about yourself that you love or some things that you've done amazing lately that have nothing to do with your body and looks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. Social media, man, so freaking hard. Uh, and it's then, I mean, how is being with Sports Illustrated? Well, first of all, how did you like even like get in with Sports Illustrated being – a model there, your rookie of the year, but like, how has that helped or hurt the way that you view your body? It's actually a great question. Um, I remember we also talked about this on one of our yeah. walks. It was a hard process to get in. I've tried out for four years since, since 2017. I uploaded a video online in 2020. I actually got a call back. There was 22,000 girls trying out and it was narrowed down to 14 girls. And then I mean, it was a, a whole year process, I want to say, um, but I ended up winning with my best friend, which was the coolest part about this whole thing. Um, and, and were y'all best friends before that or did y'all meet through this? We knew of each other, but okay. then we became best friends through it. And then, okay. you know, we were rookies together, rookie of the year together. It was just like this. It's just been a really, I really could not do this entire journey without her. Um, so that's been really special part of it. Uh, I will say, I think before, and when I was in the audition process, um, 
that's when I was most like, I need to get fit, lose weight maybe. And, and I gave up alcohol for 35 days because I was like nervous for it. And so it was before I was even in the magazine or even won the competition that really like messed up with my mind of, mm-hmm. you know, like I should be like better. The expectation of what you thought exactly. you had to be. And then once I got it and it was in the magazine, it's like, oh, no, no, no. They just love you how you are. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to change one thing about your body. And that was all me thinking that. But once I was actually in it, it was so accepting and so welcoming. All the other girls are like the least competitive. Um, and so that was, that was, you know, at first before I was in it, I definitely struggled. But that was my with my own mind because SI is the most welcoming um, you know, organization and they, they truly do believe in inclusivity and diversity and everybody is beautiful. And so that's why I really wanted to align with them. How has it been being able to be a part of that and, um, be able to, like, do you feel like that's helped you with the messaging that you've been able to bring into your own fitness and that journey? Like how have they helped foster that? Yes. I think also my mom hates when I say this because also I understand in quotes, I'm not a normal girl. I'm very self-aware where I came from and everything, the whole nine yards. Mm -hmm. But like, I just feel like I do sometimes represent that normal girl who had a dream of being an SI swimsuit and not a supermodel and just have a message to share of loving yourself and being confident can get you far, right? And I think confidence is everything. Um, And so you you can achieve your dreams with confidence. And uh, I think that's really why I, I, you know, I love SI and how they have helped me as well to kind of share that message. Um, I remember my first shoot, my first real shoot with SI, like you have an interview on set and they're like, when did you know that when was your, well, it was either like, when did you make it as a model or when did you know, when was your biggest shoot? I was like, right now I've never shot before. What are you talking about? Like I'm not a model. Um, so I think that was like, you know, a really, a cool part to share. And I think a lot of the the audience of SI Swimsuit also sees me in that way as well, like very relatable. Like I can, you know, I, I do workouts on their platform as well. I share recipes there as well. They're all very, uh, again, going back to practicality and being realistic. So um, yeah, it's just been, it's been really, really special. And sometimes I still can't believe it. it's going to be year four for me this year, which is insane. It's crazy. I Oh, time flies. It literally flies. Um, so I just feel more confident than ever. And uh, yeah, I wish I could say more about this year, but I'll hold it. <laughs> Dude, what is it like? Like, I mean, I'm a weirdo, like in any type of photo shoot, but like in a bikini, like how do you have, like, where does that confidence come from to like, cause you're not like <laughs> a model, like I, like that's not like what your bit, like job is a lot of the girls that are, are like sports illustrated models. Like that's what they do for a living. Like how do I you hype yourself up? What do you do? <laughs> okay. Number one, uh, the first year I did the sleep for like uh, maybe a week. I, I was so nervous. I, I'm literally not kidding. I remember I was in a green bikini and I'm not kidding you. Like if you see the video, I'm like this, like, and that first shot and there, and like, it's just 7 a.m. And you're just like, am I doing okay? Oh my God. And I'm shaking so nervous. And they're all so sexy. Like, how do you be sexy? Like, I- <laughs> I had to learn, I had to learn how to like do a sexy face. And, um, honestly, the whole team makes you feel so comfortable that you almost like don't even think about the fact that, you know, you're in a bikini where you're like insecure about it. You're almost like, hell yeah, I'm in a freaking bikini. Let's rock. Let's go. I'm hot. I'm sexy. They make you feel like the 
like the most beautiful girl in the world and you have an entire day to yourself with like 30 team members around making sure you do look your I mean amazing um and it's the best team it's the best hair and makeup it's the best photographer I think that's also something for the audience to realize as well um you know if you look at my SI photos I don't look like I do right now it's like it is at the end of the day modeling we have the best of the best and I think that's something really important for the audience to realize as well well just kind of like you said, like most of us are probably not, don't have a team to help us with our confidence and to feel like super hot and sexy. But like, what would you say to people? Like what advice would you give for somebody to be able to like step into their confidence in like the way that they look and how they show up? First off, it's not an overnight thing. Work on it every single day. I have to work on it every single day. But going back to, you know, how I had a, I have a team who shoots me on SI Swim Shoot Days, have a team behind your back who cheers you on and having girlfriends who wholeheartedly believe in you and fully want the best in you is so important. I just feel like, especially in our 20s, like we can, it's so hard to find those friends that fully stand behind you and make you feel so confident. So having that support system is really, really key. Uh, but also realizing that no one believes in you more than you. Mm. And so remember that every day. What I, I mean, what I love to have is like a mantra in the back of my head. Every single time I'm feeling that like a small second of moment, I'm like clicked out of it. It's like, no, you are you. No one believes in you more than you. You got this. And just pump yourself up. Yeah. I mean, I would say also like it's so hard to find the girls or the people in your life to be like your own, like a champion for you, but also there could be people like you might need to like assess the people around you who are not making you feel that way and get away from them. And and you can do that in a, a kind, loving way, but like, that's not going to help you. But one thing I've had to do, like you saying, like, no one can be like, like you have to be your biggest cheerleader. And if you're realizing if you're not, like I yeah. haven't been, and that's like hard but how can I change that? I'm like literally reading a book called the six pillars of self-esteem right now, because I'm like, it, it, you, it's like your own mind thing. Like things can happen that can change that, but being able to like, be like, Hey, I'm not that kind of myself. How yeah. can I change that? Where is this coming from? Because this book is basically saying like, basically saying that like self-esteem is like one of the biggest things for having a happy, healthy, successful life. Cause if you don't, like you said, if you do not believe in yourself, nobody else will, and you won't be able to go after the things that are in your dreams. Cause you won't even like believe that you are allowed or capable of those things. So no, fully agree. Yeah. yeah. And I think all those things just go with your mind and your thoughts. Um, mm -hmm. My mantra has been my mantra for the last three years is you are greater than your thoughts because it mm -hmm. all goes back to that. Um, so I think that's really, you know, important to remember like, Hey, these are just thoughts and you can change them. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, you are not, you are not your thoughts. I want to go back. We haven't really talked about your recipe videos. Um, we've talked about like, you obviously have some great workouts, but you, you do a really great job of like a balance of like fit like fitness and like uh, the whole like a wholeness sense of it. I don't know if I'm making any sense yeah, but yeah like it's a whole lifestyle um how do you cook first of all I'm like not a very great cook so I'm like do you cook every night of the week 
if that's like something you enjoy. Oh, I love it so much. Again, right. it goes back to loving, uh, loving it. But I think a lot of the times when people are like, I don't know how to cook. It's like, okay, start simple with five ingredients. Uh, how I like to grocery shop and think about my th- my meals is like, okay, what two veggies can I add in here? What protein am I going to get? Um, am I going to have rice or pasta as the base or what really is, um, you know, the carb that fuels me? Uh, and then what's the sauce? So that's how I like to think of. So if anyone's not a good cook out there, just think about it that way. And then it actually becomes really easy. Um, and my recipes are really to express simplicity and and be easy for um, either meal prepping or crock pot recipes where you can just throw it all in a crock pot and have a dinner uh, ready to go by 6 p.m. So to be fully honest with you, I really, really love cooking. It's kind of like my version of meditation. Like my favorite thing to do is have a full hour at night, like start cooking at six and have dinner at seven and just like take my time slicing every single little thing. <laughs> but again, I'm really lucky, right? Because it's part of my job at the end of the day. Like yeah. any listeners out there, it's like, okay, you have a real nine to five job, right? So I also want to reiterate, you know, my job is to half cook as well. So I, <laughs> that's another thing. But I have so many recipes that only take like 20 minutes that you can meal prep and that, you know, can save you for three, four days as well. What are your go-to recipes? Ooh, okay. So I'm really into one pan recipes right now. Okay. So what I love to do is grill some chicken on the stovetop, uh, sear chicken, take it off the stovetop and cut it up. Um, on a cooking board while, you know, the pan is still hot with really good juices from a chicken. Uh, I love to throw in some vegetables like zucchini, spinach, onion. And then on top of that, I, you know, I saute them for a little bit. I throw in a little bit of pasta or a little bit of rice in the pan, like raw, raw pasta, raw rice. Then you put the the water in it. When do you put the water in it? So then you have the water or chicken broth for extra protein. You put a little water, chicken broth. And so the rice or pasta and the veggies all cook up together. The flavors are incredible. Put some garlic in there. And then when the pasta rice is done, you add back in that chicken, stir it Mm. on up, add a little bit of cream and Parmesan. Chef's kiss. I'm getting hungry right now. (laughs) I'm going to have to look up some of your recipes. Like where is the best place to find all your content because first of all you're so diversified and you're like where you show up what's the difference like like your snapchat's like you're you're like fully on snapchat fully on tiktok like how do you how do you freaking do it's, it's a lot but again it's my full-time job so i have my app it's the katie austin app and on there it's all my uh classes and my okay. recipes that you can find. Um, also, by the way, my recipes are free on my site, so anyone can access them. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. And so, and something about me that I've always kind of stayed away from, I know a lot of people love a meal guide and like what to eat every single day, but I just see my meals as inspiration. I never want to tell you what to eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Also, mm-hmm. I know everyone has a budget. So just looking at my site for inspiration and some meals to do here and there is what kind of why I created it. Um, and then, yeah, on Snapchat, I was get fit with Katie. I do it every day. I do TikTok. I do YouTube weekly. I do Instagram. And it's a lot. It's a lot. Like, I, will I know you say it's your full-time job, but like, that's like a, is that, how do your two, you have people, like you have a team now. It's all, so so they, all my social is all me. So anything on social is me. So how, what does your team do? How do you, how do you edit? Do you edit it all yourself and everything? I love editing. 
I love, okay, my favorite thing is watching something that I created and like directed and doing come to life. Like that is my favorite thing. Editing is something that I love and like seeing a finished product is like my pride and joy. Um, so I love it. But my did you go to school to like, did, did you like learn how, like, I don't know how to edit. Yeah. I mean, I, I, if I edit something, it took me hours upon hours and it's not even that good. So <laughs> I did learn in school. Okay. So I was in a digital entrepreneurship class and we learned in school. Yes. And it just takes a lot of practice over time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I will say it is hard sometimes to turn off my mind of social media. Like if I'm doing something like, oh my gosh, I need to be posting about this and, and telling my follower, blah, blah, blah. but at the same time, like, I'm so happy that I grew up in a generation where, you know, I'm millennial and we didn't have social media growing up really. And I didn't have it until my freshman year of college. Yeah. So, um, that's been great because I, I can actually separate it and still like have a full life and not post about it. Man, I can't, I, I just want it to go away. I mean, even though it's part of my job, I'm like, I just want it to go away. It's just, just, just maybe like two of the apps, can two of the apps just go away so we can all focus on like one or two. Yes. Yeah. Let's just, I would prefer just one. Let's just do one app. Yeah. Say, this is where we go. And then yeah. like a Pinterest or something that's just like nice to just look at that, that doesn't feel like so connected. Totally agree. But the Snapchat, TikTok, Instagram thing, I'm really impressed that you are just killing it on all those. I Okay, but it comes in waves. I will say uh, something that I do, I focus on Instagram hard one week, Snapchat hard the next, TikTok the next. So it's extremely up and down. Really? I don't know. It's you're, you're, you're crushing it. I'm so freaking proud of you. Um, y'all make sure to go follow Katie on <laughs> all, the all of them. Hey, not just one, all of them. <laughs> yeah. Tell everyone where they can find you. Like wh where, where would you guide them? Like we said, obviously your app, but what's yeah, the difference? I think first and foremost, probably my Instagram is, yeah. is where you can find a mix of workouts and recipes. The most my TikTok's a little I do weird stuff on there. My Snapchat's more of like a day in my life. So you see everything. So if you want to really just get recipes and workouts, I would say Instagram. And then of course the Katie Austin app. Um, and yeah, that's. And y'all go and check out, go buy the Women's Health Magazine January issue. Katie is on the cover with her mom, Denise Austin. And be sure to just like be looking out for her for Sports <laughs> Illustrated. <laughs> Hannah, thank you so much for having me. Oh my gosh. So I could really talk to you for like six more hours. Same. <laughs> Hopefully I'll be, actually I will be in LA in April. Um, yeah. when, wait, you're getting married in March? In May. May. In May. Okay. Yeah. All right. So maybe I'll, I can, we can get together. That'd be so Yay. awesome. Yay. Oh. Thank, thank you so, you so much. Bye guys. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to the episode. Better Tomorrow is produced by me, Hannah Brown, and Legos Creative. Our producer is Andrew Stalmer. Our show is recorded, engineered, and edited by the Legos Creative team. Remember to follow Better Tomorrow wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss the next episode. And don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It really helps and shows your support. You can follow me on socials at Hannah Brown and you can stay updated on all things Better Tomorrow on our Instagram at Better Tomorrow and our TikTok Better Tomorrow podcast.
Caitlin Bristow hosts the hilarious, relatable, always honest, kind of feels like you're hanging out with your best friends podcast off the vine every Tuesday and Thursday. Tuesday episodes are interviews with a guest like Wells Adams, Rachel Lindsay, Nikki Glasser, and Lisa Vanderpump to talk about everything from career to relationships to mental health. Thursday's episodes are called Grape Therapy, which are sometimes bachelor recaps, sometimes giving advice and hearing from listeners on the On the Vine hotline, or sometimes just catching up with a friend. Listen to Off the Vine with Caitlin Bristow wherever you get your podcast.